This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and it is already Tuesday, the 14th of June. Uh, today's Flag Day, by the way. The uh, mayor of Washington, D.C. is uh, trying once again to get uh, uh, D.C. to be a state because what they want to do is they want to uh, have two more Democrat votes because uh, anyone in D.C., everybody knows in Washington, D.C., that, you know, Democrat, 98% or 99% of the time people vote Democrat. uh, And whoever they put in as senators from uh, the state of Washington, D.C., of course, will be reliably Democrat. It really is quite sinister and quite disgusting uh, because the people of Washington, D.C. are being used in more ways uh, than you could possibly imagine. That said, uh, yeah, Washington, D.C. should not and will not ever become a state. So let's just end the whole uh, 51 stars on flags. The uh, Literally, the mayor of uh, Washington, D.C. has put up uh, flags around the country with uh, adding a 51st star to American flags. I haven't seen the flag officially. Can you tell if it has 51 versus 50, I suppose? Is there another one like off on the right to somewhere, you know, or on the left, I guess, in this case? But uh, yeah, D.C. Mayor Mariel Bowser, when she's not presiding over abject failure about everything, uh, said she wants to add uh, star number 51. Uh, the founders uh, made uh, Washington, D.C. sovereign for a reason, an intelligent reason, which, of course, uh, does, not, uh, does not apply to uh, D.C. Mayor Mariel Bowser, who's a complete, uh, well, there are words that I can say, but I won't. You know why I won't say it? Because today's my daughter's birthday, and she's 17 today. And it's kind of funny because my daughter is um, awesome. Her name is Avery, and she's a fantastic person. My son is a great guy. He's 22 years old. She's 17. And Donald Trump today is, uh, is 77 years old, by the way. And I got the chance to meet Donald Trump a couple months ago down in Mar-a-Lago. I got invited down to broadcast live with Newsmax, and I've got some big news about Newsmax coming up here. But I got a chance to meet uh, Donald J. Trump, who was 76 at the time. He turns uh, 77 a day. And I looked at him, and I looked at me, and I'm 56. And, uh, and I looked at myself, and I went, holy crap. I wish, I hope that I look that good when I'm 77. Then I looked at the picture of he and I that was taken, and I said, holy crap, do I wish I could look like Donald Trump now, I think would be uh, would even better, because the guy looks amazing. And you think about it, 77 years old, Joe Biden is 79. Um, wow. Uh, geez. 
Who would you rather have be the president? <laughs> he's 77 years old. He's sharp as a tack, fit as a fiddle, as it were. Uh, he could still hit holes in one. He's, uh, he is uh, an amazing person. I, uh, one of the things that I mentioned, and oddly enough, last night I... Uh, or over the weekend, I saw a video. Uh, Mark Levin and a close family friend um, was uh, either very sick or dying, and, and Donald Trump uh, contacted them uh, just to say, hey, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you, whatever. Well, Donald Trump did the same thing for me uh, more than a year ago when my mother passed away. So the man is, uh, is a terrific person, and, uh, and I thought he was a hell of a president, and he will be, and he will be president again. Yeah, no, you don't want to hear that. Here is our Donald Trump. Can't touch me. Themes are because Democrats can't my, even, my, can't my, even touch my, my rallies are so large. Makes the Dems say, oh, my God, thank you for blessing me with the gift of care. And the hot wife, he oh, feels yeah. good. Will you come see a super dope homeboy from NYC? And I know yep. I'm as much. This is a man they can't touch. Lives rent-free in Democrats' heads. Can't touch me. Crooked Hillary can't, and I don't really want her to. Can't touch me. Sleepy Joe wishes he were me, okay? Uh-huh. Can't touch me. My name is DJ Trump, and I'm magic on the stuff. Can't Come touch on. me. I've been around the country, from New York to L.A. I speak to a lot of people that play YMCA. He's James Kamala man. speaks to no one, and Biden can't do a floss. No. And still the fake news media thinks you voted for those guys. My rallies are on Newsmax, and Fox just can't be fair. And all the fake news media, I take them to the ground. Can't touch me. How's your approval rating, Sleepy Joe? <laughs> Not good. Can't touch me. COVID <laughs> is more popular than Sleepy Joe. Can't touch me. I fill stadiums. Sleepy Joe can't fill a shoebox. Can't touch me. Together, we're going to save America, believe me. All right, so uh, Sean Farish is the guy who uh, did that song. Uh, I uh, I wrote it, and Sean Farish from uh, New York actually uh, did it for us. Does the best Donald Trump in the industry. Now, that said, as you look at 77-year-old Donald Trump, sharp as a tack, fit as a fiddle, and Joe Biden, uh, bumbly and stumbly, President Doofy, uh, you know, who would you rather have be the president? And if you look at what's happening in the country right now, who would you rather have be the president? Here is Don Lemon uh, signing his death warrant. I mean, asking uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, who is the new uh, White House spokesperson, she's a cuddly little communist, uh, about Joe Biden's mental state and will he be able to uh, continue as president despite all the evidence that his mental state is clearly in decline. Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally, do you think, to continue on even after 2024? Don, you're asking me this question. Silly Don. (laughs) Of course he does. Because, well... Okay. Oh my gosh, he's the president of the United States. You know, it, I know we can't believe either because the, some people say say they got 81 million votes. Uh, no, I don't think so. He, I can't even keep up with it. We just got back from New Mexico. We just got back um, from California. I can't even keep sure. You bet. Uh, that is, uh, I, 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 that is. Nobody not, believes you. Cuddly, cuddly little communist. A question that we should be even asking. Just look at the work that he does. Look what he's, how he's delivering uh, for the American people. You know, this, it's such an insult to you and me. It's such an insult to the entire freaking world who sees that the man is cognitively in decline. And for her to say this, honestly, I'm just so done with this emperor's new clothes thing. Uh, just so, so, so done with this. Public. Look, that, what, that, that, that article that we're talking about is hearsay it's salacious that's not what we care about we care about how are we going to deliver for the american people how are we going to make their lives better that's what the president talks about that is his focus uh, and that's where we're 
Well, the rest of the world is looking at where the United States is right now, and they're going, uh, wow, what the hell is wrong with America? And most people in America are going, dude, uh, you know, WTH. Uh, there's another initial there that I won't use. But that's what the world is saying. Uh, the White House is uh, is repeating that Joe Biden uh, is planning on running for re-election in 2024, despite growing questions about his age and economic record, by the way. And and honestly, uh, uh, I have said this, and, I, and I'm not meaning to be cruel, and, and I don't know what, what is the deal with, uh, with the mainstream media and big social media and all of this, but, you know, we need to start asking serious questions about the cognitive ability uh, of the President of the United States that is on full display in severe decline every single day. We are having to, the, the Biden administration have to walk back things that he says all the time, whether it means the potential of a nuclear conflict with Russia uh, to whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, there's a point where you just got to say, uh, enough is enough. Let's grow up here. Now, we have a minimum wage, to, or minimum wage. We have a minimum age. <clears throat> the minimum wage is up at 25, but it's been passed as a de facto $15 minimum wage thanks to Joe Biden's really crappy uh, economic policies with regard to the pandemic. That said, we have a minimum age for the presidency of the United States. That age is um, 35 years old. Why in the hell don't we have a maximum age on the presidency of the United States? I'm being serious here. I, I really am. I'm being serious. Why don't we have a minimum, uh, a maximum age for the president of the United States? Uh, particularly since uh, all of us face generally a state of mental decline towards the end of our lives. Uh, my mother was sharp as a tack until she was 91 years old. And, and right until the very end. Could she be the president from age, I don't know, 85 on? Uh, no. No, I don't think she could. And, and do I need to remind you? Do I need to remind you? And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. And uh, where I come from, they got diplomas, and they make you real smart, but you don't have to be real smart to get one. Now, I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other by. Give me a look, though, okay? That's all. Yeah, we did, and we're moving on. All I've really got to say to you, I'm about, I got two minutes and 30 seconds left. I'm looking at the clock down here. You know, we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. Take a look Vice at President what New York has done. Okay, so we see uh, just a little bit of bumbling and fumbling now. And on the way, actually, I'll do it right now. I'm going to do it right now. We have a uh, little montage of uh, the, uh, the President of the United States, uh, Donald J. Trump, and uh, uh, Trump actually um, talking about uh, uh, pretending everything that Joe Biden was going to do. Everything that Joe Biden was going to do, Donald Trump actually predicted. And I'm going to go ahead and share this uh, this little montage with you as soon as I can find it here. Here it is right here. Um, this is uh, uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump predicting, I should say, everything that would go wrong. Before I took office, there was a lot of folks out there, a lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. I'm told that Trump is 76 today, not 77. You might remember some of So he's 19 years my senior. Predictions. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your jobs. And they still looks damn good for 76. Coming for your freedom. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. And he did. Uh, that if, if I became president. Biden's elected. He will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction. That is my favorite one, I must add, is that if I got elected... Gas prices going five, six, seven dollars <laughs> for a gallon. Yeah. 
Flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs, and crime while they live. Yeah, we got that going too. Behind beautiful gated compounds. They try to take away your guns. Second Amendment. They want to take it away. Yeah, they're doing that too. Red flag laws. There's a reason why they want them. I'll tell you later. While they enjoy private security that's fully armed. Yes. I never understood that one. You spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. Do you want to use the word recession or depression? <laughs> Think of the single mom struggling to put food on the table yes. each month. No formula and no tampons. You know, it's, uh, it's sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation. We could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took office. He finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. <laughs> Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't take any questions now from the press. Unless he goes on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and gets a uh, tongue bath. Okay, so now we've got a lot of stuff to get to. I want to get on to, I don't know if you knew this yesterday, there were some more of those January 6th hearings. Uh, I didn't watch a freaking moment of it, and I don't. I doubt that anybody did. So we'll get to a little bit on that. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the election of uh, 2020. Bill Barr, uh, what a toad he is. Um, we'll share some audio from Bill Barr. He has done nothing to investigate election integrity in the country. In fact, he just blew it off before he could do anything about it. All of that is coming up. Here's the number. It is uh, 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is a flag day. Trump birthday my daughter's birthday edition of the rob carson show shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. sign up for your free 60-day trial now at shipstation.com and use the code pod that's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. The stock market, the last guy's measure of everything, is about 20% higher than it was when my predecessor was there. It has hit record after record after record on my watch. Yeah, and by the way, um, that has ended. Everything positive with regard to the stock market is now negative. Every gain that was done during the Biden administration, which is pretty easy to gain stuff when you open businesses and, and the government actually lets people uh, open their businesses and uh, you know do acts of commerce and all that. I've used this analogy before. What's the difference? How can you increase your business 100%? I'm just talking foot traffic. How do you increase the foot traffic uh, into your business 100% in one day? How do you do it? You ready? Well, let's say your business is closed on Sunday. And then Monday rolls around, uh, you open the door. Yeah, there you go. And a 100% increase in uh, foot traffic as soon as somebody walks in the door. So that's what Joe Biden, all he had to do to see anything positive happen would be to get government off people's rear ends and let businesses open up. By the way, I just got a, an interesting statistic, and I, I lived in Maryland for about a dozen years, and I'm so, so glad I don't because Maryland is a beautiful state, but they have a general asylum and a rhino governor uh, who's just taken the uh, this glorious state like California into the pits of hell. Uh, uh, that said, uh, uh, you know, I don't live in, uh, in Maryland anymore, 
and uh, and very glad that I don't. But uh, the the stock market, uh, after everything is said and done, the only thing that Joe Biden had to doubt was the stock market because inflation is through the ceiling, the worst in 41 years. People are genuinely, genuinely suffering. Gen- listen to this. Last night I was listening to a report. People will not are not mowing their yards because it costs too damn much to fill your lawnmower. Now I've got a gallon gas can and I got a three gallon gas can. Right now when I go up to fill my lawnmower three gallon gas can, it costs almost twenty friggin' dollars. Now if you have a riding lawnmower, you're gonna need more than that. So to fill your riding lawnmower is going to be about what it used to cost to fill your car. Here is uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the uh, new uh, White House spokesperson, the, the cuddly communist, talking to Peter Ducey and Peter Ducey giving her a little takedown with regard to the stock market gains that Joe Biden has been clinging to that are now gone. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record after record on my watch. How about now? Meaning the stock market. All the gains... Yeah, from December 21 to January 22, in uh, the, the Dow Jones has plummeted 6,000 points. Yesterday, it plunged another 600 points. Well, President Biden's time in office have been... Uh, that was at the beginning of the day of trading. So, as you know, we're watching, we're watching closely. Uh, we know families are concerned about... You don't have to watch very closely to watch uh, us descend into hell in a handbasket. ...inflation in the stock market. Uh, that is something that the president is is really aware of. And so, look, we face global challenges. Is he, is he aware of it? Is he really aware of it? Challenges. We've talked about this. Uh, this is We're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation. Yeah, but you know what? You are absolutely wrong. We have one of the highest inflation rates in the uh, civilized world. Uh, places that have supply chain issues like Japan, compared to us, have 1% inflation. This is all self-inflicted. We're not stupid. Putin, Putin's price hike. It's not Putin's price hike. Nobody believes that. Pap. Inflation uh, coming coming out of a once in a generation uh, global pandemic. All all of those things play a factor. And, uh, and nobody believes you. You know, but the thing, the way that we see this is that the American people are well positioned uh, to face these challenges because of the. No, no, they're not actually because their savings is gone because gas costs uh, five ten. That's the national average five ten a gallon. Diesel nationally pushing six percent. Economic historic. <laughs> Uh, gains that we have made uh, under this president, under this president in the last 16 months. And they're all disappeared into uh, into the ether. They are all completely, completely gone. Um, no more hasta la vista, baby. Here is uh, Lauren Summer, former secretary of the Treasury, talking about the economy right now. Secretary Yellen, who has the job you once had, said this week that, quote, there is nothing to suggest a recession is in the works. Do you agree with that? No, I don't. You think um, a recession is in the works? I think that when inflation... Um, I'm not an economic expert, but uh, compared to uh, Janet Yellen, I'm a freaking genius. Um, yeah, we're pretty much already in a recession. I think when inflation is as high as it is right now, and unemployment is as low as it is right now. It's almost always been followed within two years by inflation, by by recession. I look at what's happening in the stock and bond markets. By the way, uh, labor participation, the lowest in recorded history. I look at where consumers send massive amounts of job openings around the country. Nobody's taken them. It is. I think there's certainly a risk of recession in the next year 
And I think given where we've gotten to, it's more likely than not that we'll have a recession within the next two years. Now, uh, I realize this is all fairly esoteric to the average person, uh, and I, I actually consider myself to be below average with regard to uh, uh, understanding of, uh, of finances because, uh, you know, that's why my wife handles everything. But I do know that you are already experiencing a recession. The last people to experience a recession are the government. The government never stops printing money. The government never stops spending. The, never, the government never stops sending money to people who, uh, who don't need it as much as the American people do in the midst of a crisis where 73% of store shelves have no baby formula on them, where uh, there is a massive shortage of uh, fertilizer, where the Biden administration is saying they want to crank up the ethanol content in gasoline to 15%, which 15%, which will really bleep up your engine and also really bleep up the cost of corn, which feeds cattle, which feeds you and me. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're well on the way to hell in that handbasket. Not much room for uh, movement in that. Got more on this uh, coming up. Also going to get into the January 6th hearing yesterday. And no criminal referrals, according to uh, the uh, the guy who puts it together. And uh, it's in a shambles. Calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. My friends, this is The Rob Carson Show. We're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great. This is what happens when you hire and populate your administration with academics and bureaucrats. This is something that. Well, Janet Yellen is a perfect example of really that, is a it. perfect example of that. She is an academic. She is wrong about everything. Uh, she has always been wrong about everything. And her decisions and decision-making have strayed into purely political territory. Talking literally a couple weeks ago about how more abortion is better for the economy. What the hell kind of Treasury Secretary says abortion is good for the uh, economy? Unless you're the Treasury Secretary for Communist China. And I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit uh, much. But that's who we have in, uh, in office right now. We have a 50-year bureaucrat who's never done anything in his entire career. And when he has done something, I should he has done some things. He's, he's screwed up a lot of things. He, has, uh, he has, does not have a, success, uh, of, uh, a successful track record as the, uh, a leader in the United States, whether it be in the Senate as vice president or president, by the way. He is a uh, consummate liar. He has been for his entire career. It caused him to actually have to drop out of a presidential race. I believe that was in 88 that he had to drop out because he was plagiarizing. Uh, he has made his family very rich with the help of his crooked son uh, and his uh, crooked bro and his crooked sis to the tune of at least $30 million from China alone. That has been verified. Peter Navarro's book, uh, his latest book, had it uh, copiously broken down. And where did he get the information? From a laptop that uh, that Joe Biden's crack-addled alcoholic son left at a computer store because he didn't remember he left it there. But it was uh, laid bare for the entire country to see. Uh, It is uh, There is no doubt we have an infirmed man in the White House, and there is no doubt that we have a group of academics and bureaucrats who are running the country straight into the toilet. 
Oh, I was wrong about the national uh, price for a gallon of gas. It's $5.14. The national average for a gallon of gas, $5.14. This is up about 50 cents in a month. As 12% hike in food prices sees Americans uh, buying less. People are, are buying less. Uh, the Beige Book report compiled by 12 regional Federal Reserve banks shows that people are opting to buy half gallons of milk and f- <laughs> wow, half gallons of milk and f- instead of uh, full gallons of milk. They are switching to store brands to save on costs, which, you know, of course, one thing that I've noticed when I, when I do my shopping is that uh, uh, no longer do I, uh, I see the yellow stickers at Walmart because they're usually all sold out. A lot of times when you see uh, yellow stickers, I always get real excited about uh, yellow stickers because it means things are going on sale. And the reason why they're getting ready to go on sale is because they're about ready to be um, tossed. <laughs> so so I, I, I kind of go, hey, 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 yellow sticker, yellow sticker, I'll get it in home put it in the freezer it'll be fine until i thaw it out and cook it but i got to do it in the same day because you know expiration date and the whole deal <laughs> so uh people are switching to the store brands 35 uh, percent of consumers are now buying store brands instead of name brands 21 percent are opting for less fresh seafood and meat trying to save money on cost because they become cost prohibitive uh try to find hamburger under like seven dollars a pound now which used to be the price of steak by the way and Joe Biden says it's uh, it's outrageous when the war in Ukraine, the, the war, what the Ukrainian war is costing America. Uh, by the way, they've changed. They have changed the um, uh, the uh, the way that you determine um, the cost of gas. I'll get to that here uh, very shortly. And also, by the way, I mentioned that uh, hot sauce lovers may find themselves in hot water. It looks like we're going to have a, a looming sh- a shortage of. Are you ready for it? And I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, hot sauce. By the way, I have uh, like 30 different kinds in my refrigerator. <clears throat> um, I, it looks like sriracha. Sriracha is the uh, is the problem. All right, so sriracha is the uh, is the problem. Uh, you're not going to be able to get sriracha anymore. Apparently, is what I've uh, is what I hear. So, uh, and that of course uh, is sh- is uh, uh, it, it basically pales by comparison versus uh, versus uh, the price of gas at the pump. Here is Brian Deese talking to Willie Geist on MSNBC about uh, gas prices. Brian, it's true, of course, that Russia's war in Ukraine is impacting oil prices. Yes, but I promise you, the landscaper two days ago I talked to at the gas pump who was trying to fill up two cans and backpack blowers and mowers in his truck was not going damn you Putin. So what do you say to him? What do you say to families who can't afford? They've changed the narrative. What they're saying now is that gas prices started to go up as soon as uh, as soon as Vladimir Putin started amassing troops on the Russia-Ukraine border. Now, the reason why Vladimir Putin did that is because he knows that Joe Biden is weak. So uh, almost immediately, a month or so later, he began amassing troops on the Russian border. Now, from that time, a little over a year, it took for Vladimir Putin to actually invade Ukraine, despite the warnings. Uh, people in Ukraine, I'll admit, they were saying, oh, I don't think they're going to invade and all that. They were completely wrong. Uh, that said, Biden, as the as the uh, the gas prices it blew up in this country because of getting rid of the Keystone XL, because a lot of companies saying, you know what, we can't depend on the government with regard to our oil leases. We can never depend on uh, whether or not we'll be able to continue uh, exploring for oil. There's no point in continuing 
exploration. Our best is, bet is probably just going to have to go overseas in the meantime until we get a new regime. Uh, so that uh, that is kept uh, exploration of oil uh, and and uh, becoming energy independent. Uh, well, we became energy dependent right after Joe Biden came the president of the United States. I hear this all the time. Well, it's about uh, oh, it's not Joe Biden's fault. This is you know it, it, this, it's out of his control. No, no, you're wrong. Everything has been completely in his control. The reason why we are paying more for gas, for electricity, for all of the products we have is because of the dramatic increase in the price of gas and diesel and natural gas. And that's because we are no longer energy independent. And you can blame that without doubt on Joe Biden. All their groceries right now. Well, absolutely, it's hitting families hard and we get that, uh, we really get that. That's uh, that's point number one. Uh, point number two, uh, it doesn't make people any feel, be- feel any better, but it is important in diagnosing uh, the problem here. And the problem is that the price of gas at the pump is now up about $1.70 since Putin began amassing troops at the border. That is the impact of war. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not fun, nobody likes it, but we have to- That is a lie. That is a lie. Otherwise, the Biden administration would have started complaining about the price of gas and Putin's price hike on gas on Vladimir Putin as soon as the troops began to amass on the border. That never happened. They pulled this excuse out of their butts. They did. That's just the way it is. They pulled it out of their butts, and they're using it as an excuse for the policies that they have put in place. Now, this is interesting. The Biden administration allegedly thought oil and gas producers could drill on demand, and they were shocked to learn that is not how oil production actually works. This is a headline. I believe this is in uh, in Breitbart. It says, according to the Financial Times, the White House has been pleading with oil producers to boost production as Americans face record high gas prices. So now you're looking at this is why they're blaming the oil companies for it. The Financial Times claimed oil companies have not heeded the demands. But Bob McNally, the head of uh, consultancy at Rapidan Energy, said something else is behind lagging production. Pay attention, kids. When the White House started calling around in a panic, they thought shale oil production could grow sharply in the near term, like in a matter of months or quarters. They were shocked to learn that that's like asking for blood from a stone. It's almost impossible. The Biden administration has not given them incentive to boost production. After all, why would a company that is subject to the volatile commodities market make significant investments in oil production in the, the, if the federal government repeatedly enacts policies that are hostile to oil production? Why should they? But of course, the Biden administration, because it is populated by academics and because it is populated by bureaucrats, they think by waving their hands and telling people to do stuff that they can make it so. Same way goes with electric car production. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Jennifer Granholm, the dim-witted but kind of cute energy secretary, says that all you have to do is go out and buy an electric car. And uh, and that was echoed by, uh, uh, what, uh, Romando, what's her name, Gina Romando, the Commerce Secretary, go out and buy an electric car. Here's the problem. There's only one electric pickup truck on the market. It's called the F-150 Lightning. It starts at around, they say, 50 grand. Uh, you're high. Uh, there's only one pickup truck out there, the F-150 Lightning. That's it. 
So if you have an F-150 or you've got a Silverado or you've got an F-350 and you use it for your business and you haul things like drywall and tile and tires and, and uh, you maybe you have a, a, for those of you who grew up on a farm like me, maybe you know that in, in Iowa and in, in rural states, they keep a little uh, a red tank of gas on the back of the, their pickup so they can go out and fill up their tractors. And, uh, and oddly enough, there are no electric pickup trucks to do that. Yesterday, as I mentioned, and, and I saw it again yesterday, I was driving by with my daughter yesterday, and there's a, there's a repaving project going on a street near me, and they got that big thing that rumbles and grumbles. It's really cool. I want to drive it sometime. And it, and it shreds the asphalt, spits it out into a hopper in the back, and then another machine comes in and puts the fresh asphalt down, and then a big old steamroller comes in and rolls them over. There you go. You got a new street. And then they got this, this rig that comes in and spray paints the lines on the street. And none of those vehicles is electric. It's not possible. But because uh, uh, the academics and the, uh, and the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., say they think that if they say make it so, it will happen. I like to say that Joe Biden is like uh, Jean-Luc Picard from uh, Star Trek. Here it is. Make it so, Mr. LaForge. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. I know we've made you uh, energy uh, dependent, the country energy dependent, but immediately start drilling to save my ass in November. Make it so. Make it so. Sir? And I want you to increase production of electrical vehicles, and uh, I need electric fishing boats and dump trucks immediately. Do it. Do it. Do it! Make it so. Make it so, number one. Make it so, Mr. Crusher. Make it so, Data. Make it so, Mr. Crusher. Uh, your, uh, your entire administration is a big number, too. Well, make it so, number one. Make it so, Mr. Walton. <laughs> Crusher, you better make it so. Then make it so. Make, make it, it so. so. Make it 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 so. Just wave your hand. It'll get better. That's the way they do it, kids. It's like that whole thing where they say coexist uh, spelled in religious symbols on your bumper. They, they think that by saying that, or they say, you know, give peace a chance. If they just say, give peace a chance, Kim Jong-un will go, you know what? You're right. Let's stop uh, uh, throwing uh, missiles in, into the South China Sea. Let's just make it so. Just make peace so. That's the way it works. That's what happens when you have academics and bureaucrats in charge. Uh, on the way, we're going to talk a little bit about this January 6th hearing yesterday and the fact that after all of the nonsense, Representative uh, Benny Thompson says there will be no criminal refer- referrals of President Donald Trump or anyone else associated with January the 6th. Kind of shoots them in the foot, don't it? Uh, Let's take a break. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. If you live in this country and aren't down with freedom of speech, maybe you should move down to Cuba. It's The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. You know, I think we need a... uh, I think we need a... uh, uh, Kind of a, a palate cleanser, a palate cleanser. I don't know if you heard this yesterday, but uh, yesterday in the uh, hearings uh, with regard to January 6th, which I did not watch. And when we find out the number of people who are watching yesterday, it's going to be clownish. It's going to be like, I mean, even the worst episode of Price is Right, and Price is Right is a glorious glorious show. love Price is Right. Even if you ran a classic episode of Price is Right uh, on, on a single station, like on, on, uh, on uh, DirecTV channel 1797, uh, you'd, you'd get bigger viewership than the January 6th. That said, uh, Liz Cheney said that uh, Rudy Giuliani was drunk. Uh, the night of the election. Well, I think we should concern ourselves with current DUIs, don't you? Shouldn't drink and then drive lucky to be alive, Paul Pelosi. Uh, Giuliani didn't drive, by the way. Uh, 
He walked out of a bar and straight into his car, Paul Pelosi. How many drunken moments has Pelosi Paul had? Paul was smashed and he crashed. Force was bashed. It was clear he'd been drinking. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. She's drunk about half the time. Point oh eight sealed his fate. No debate. What the hell was he thinking? Breath was stinking. Jim's gossip. Nancy heard that her spouse was out driving while South Paul Pelosi. Got a very pretty uh, mugshot. She's got nothing to say. Hopes it will go away really soon. You'd drink too if you were married to her. Yeah, I said They've it. got stock trades to make with insider tips. It's so cozy. Roll over in the morning. Oh, God, I got to have a drink. Excuse me, can you see corrupt as they can be the Pelosi's? <laughs> the Pelosi's. The Pelosi's. You know, but the uh, Uber, Uber is for you little people. Uh, Uber is for you little people. You know, think about this. My wife, uh, she says that her dream car, you know, my dream car, right now anyway, well, it always has been a 1963 Continental Convertible, suicide doors. The whole, it has been my entire life. Uh, right now, my dream car is a new Bronco. I ordered one uh, seven months ago. Not expected to get it for another two years. First new car in 20 years. Uh, that said, my wife's, her dream car is chauffeured limousine. Right in the back. She said if, if she had the money, she'd be chauffeured limousine. I don't care if you're going to the garden store, whatever. Chauffeured limousine. Uh, you know, if you're worth $300 million because of stock trades because your wife is, you know, the Speaker of the House and you, you goes ahead and tells you, you know, days before Joe Biden says, hey, 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 we're going to go ahead and convert all the uh, the fleet the, the fleet of uh, federal vehicles to electric. And then Nancy goes to her husband, hey, I just thought I should tell you this. Maybe we ought to invest in, I don't know, electric vehicles. And then you do. And now your value goes up from about 120 million, depending on who you talk to, from 120 to about 300 million just in the last couple of years. You kind of go and go, okay, what's going on? That said, if you got that kind of money, you can afford the brand new Porsche that he did, but you can also afford Uber or maybe a limo ride home rather than getting in the car soused. And I haven't said this about, uh, we, we did finally get the uh, the bunk shot, which, you know, a guy looks pretty good for 81 years old, drunk, you know, looks looks, looks pretty good, looks pretty decent. Not a bad mug shot. Um, but there's no video of the arrest. There's no video of the arrest. And there's been some speculation about the uh, no video of the arrest. And, and one of the things is that apparently... And this is whenever you hear rumors out of Washington, D.C., there could be a grain of truth to them. But apparently, um, uh, Mr. Pelosi, you know, he gets around, round, 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 he gets around. So, you know, you never know. It might, it might have been somebody else in the car. Might have been Nancy. She might have been pretty, uh, pretty drunk, too. So they're not releasing the video, just like they didn't release the 14,000 hours of video in the uh, United States Capitol when uh, protesters were infiltrated by 14 left-leaning groups, according to Newsweek, and, uh, and the police let people in. And there was almost no damage to the Capitol. And the reason why they're not showing you the 14,000 hours of video is because it would show uh, probably police brutality and uh, a, a very peaceful protest in the Capitol. I want to mention something before we break here, and that is that tonight is a big night on Newsmax. Greta von Susteren is back on television. She is hosting a show on Newsmax called The Record with Greta von Susteren. This is spectacular. You can tune in at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Greta broadcasts from Washington, D.C. with real news. 
giving the facts you need to know. Uh, no, it's on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Make the switch and watch Greta Von Sesteren tonight. Check your program guide. Get info on her new show. Here's what you got to do. Just text the word Greta to 39747. 39747. Uh, she is a delightful addition to uh, Newsmax. There are some terrific uh, movements of shows uh, that are happening on Newsmax because we are competing with the biggest and the best, and we are uh, the biggest and the best. So again, uh, just text Greta, G-E-T-R-A, to uh, 39747. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show back in a second. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. I hope you're having a glorious day. Today is Flag Day, by the way, and uh, it's also Donald Trump's birthday, and it's my daughter's birthday as well. So there you go. Donald Trump is 76 today. He's 76 years old and, uh, and looking darn good. I had mentioned, uh, you know... Uh, Yesterday, and, and I got a good response from uh, people about uh, the possibility of Donald Trump running again in 2024. And uh, I believe he's going to run in 2024. I think it's a damn shame that he was cheated out of 2020. I absolutely believe that with all of my heart because I'm not stupid. I paid attention. And I refuse to be uh, screamed at and told that it's a big lie without any proof. Uh, when people say to me, prove the election was stolen, I say, prove it wasn't. Yesterday, the uh, you know I, I sh- I'm told I shouldn't call names, but uh, so I won't call a name. But I will be descriptive of uh, Bill Barr, uh, big and fat and uh, ignorant. How about that? There, I'm not calling names. I'm just describing the guy. Uh, he's a corruptocrat. He's a tool. He's not. Uh, he. he, he I, I'd love to see how many books he sold. He just sold a book. He had a book. And I think Hunter Biden had a book. He sold a couple hundred copies. Jill Biden had a had a book. It was a complete. Uh, waste of time. Nobody read uh, Jill Biden's book because nobody cares. Uh, Jill Biden seems to be a very sweet person, but nobody cares. You know, uh, uh, Bill Barr. Nobody cares. This is see. This is the uh, the pipeline. This is the D.C. pipeline. You you have a job in government, or you're an elected representative or senator, and the pipeline exists uh, to from you into possibly lobbying. And if lobbying doesn't work, you definitely will be given an off uh, a book deal. So you'll get a pipeline to uh, getting a book deal and a big payoff for the book deal, even though nobody reads the book. This is common. I mean, honestly, think about Washington D.C. Think about the number of people in Washington, D.C., in office. Think about the number who've had book deals. Now think about who really freaking cares about those people and how they got into office. Nothing makes them terribly interesting. There are some interesting things in Washington, D.C., but AOC, really? Barack Obama, you know, when his first book came out when he was an Illinois senator, really? Is that interesting at all? Are you out of your nut? No. So I'm doubting a whole lot of people read Bill Barr's book and went, oh, this man is very fascinating. No, I, I doubt it. I really doubt that seriously. We'll have audio from him. But, you know, in case you didn't know, yesterday, Benny Thompson uh, from uh, Mississippi, you know, he said in his opening statement that he comes from a state that still embraces the KKK, uh, which still embraces white supremacy. Why does he still live there? And why would you open a hearing with that on the teleprompter and everything he 
says is on the teleprompter, as is everything that Liz Cheney says on the teleprompter. I, I just cannot wait to see how little interest yesterday's hearings were. And I'm plugged in. All right, I do 10 hours of show prep for a three-hour show. I didn't watch one second of the hearing. I didn't even know it was on until it was over. <laughs> Sorry, I don't get, I don't get to alerts from C-SPAN on my phone because I have a life. That said, Benny Thompson, the chair of the January 6th committee, said that there would be no criminal referrals of former President Donald Trump or anyone else to the Justice Department. And uh, Liz Cheney uh, promptly disagreed in public. And you know why Benny Thompson said that? Um, because there's no evidence of criminality at all. You see, it was already disproven with the uh, kangaroo court um, impeachment after Donald Trump left office. Yeah, there was that. So the committee has voted to recommend that several former Trump aides be held in contempt of Congress, like Peter Navarro. I have audio from him coming up. And the full uh, U.S. House has voted for several contempt referrals, two of which have led to prosecutions, contrary to DOJ's custom of declining such referrals because it's a kangaroo court. It's a uh, witch hunt. Here is uh, A.G. Merrick Garland, who I think this is just you and me talking here, okay? Just you and me. Don't tell anybody else. I think that Merrick Garland is... Uh, I, I really think that, well, I'll just say he's somebody else that we haven't seen in the public in a while. I'll share that in a second. Here's A.G. Merrick Garland with a, a, a veiled threat after watching the hearings yesterday. I may not be able to watch all of it live, uh, but I'll be sure that I'll be watching all of it. And I can assure you that uh, the January 6th prosecutors are watching all the hearings. Yeah, the, yeah, I'm watching all the hearings. Trust me, all of my all of my minions are uh, are watching uh, the hearings. Yeah, isn't that kind of interesting? Uh, it's a it's a veiled threat. And by the way, let's just listen to him again here, real, just real quick here. I may not be able to watch all of it live, uh, but I'll be sure that I'll be watching all of it, and I can assure you. He needs a glass of water. Will somebody just give him a glass of uh, of water for crying out loud? That, uh, the January 6th prosecutors are watching all the hearings. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure, sure. By the way, a whopping 32 House Democrats have announced early retirement. Uh, yeah. So uh, 32 House Democrats, 59 members of Congress not running for re-election this year, which breaks down to six U.S. Senators, 49 House lawmakers. Of those 49 House lawmakers who will not run for re-election, 32 of them are Democrats. Now, why is that? I'm trying to figure it out. Because Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden literally got 81 million votes, right? He got 81 million votes, the most popular president in the history of the country, even though um, five states sh- stopped uh, vote counting on the night of the election, restarted the next morning with 95 to 100 percent of votes coming in from drop boxes in favor of Joe Biden. Other than that, nothing to see here other than that. Yeah. The 55 retiring members include 32 Democrats and 23 Republicans, accounting for 11.9% of the Democrat caucus and 8.8% of the Republican caucus. The 11.9% retirement rate among Democrats is the largest since 2014, when 8.5% of Democrats did not run for re-election. Huh. Huh. Wasn't that midterm for Barack Obama? 8.8% retirement rate among Republicans is the second lowest since 2014. Do you know why? Because 
they have things to do. And there are a lot of Republicans who, when they get back into office, are going to look into all of the nonsense that happened during January the 6th. They are going to look at all the nonsense that happened with regard to the election of 2020. And they're going to see that there was a great deal of chicanery. There was a great deal of nonsense. And there was a good deal of lying. That's why Republicans are in it uh, to, uh, to stay. And that's why so many Democrats are, uh, they are retiring in shame rather than uh, uh, face the, the ungodly defeat that uh, the Democrats are facing. Now, it's kind of interesting. While all of these hearings are going and while the uh, Benny Thompson said yesterday that no criminal referrals will happen, I think maybe one of the main reasons is because of what MSNBC said the other night. It's not because of what they said, actually. It's because of the fact behind what they said. Here it is. Just, just the key point that, yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke, and you can, we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. And the people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. They never even went to the rally. They never even went to the rally. You know, uh, we know, and I've said to you, and many people are surprised, I read this article months and months ago, 14 left-leaning groups had essentially infiltrated the crowd, or at least the day. Now it looks like they didn't even infiltrate the crowd. They just showed up while Donald Trump was speaking and went to the White House and got things started. That's how that started. And Trump supporters, if you know Trump supporters, they are generally people who are established individuals. Many of them are middle-aged, a lot of senior citizens. You'll see a lot of veterans in Trump crowds. They're always peaceful. They're always kind. You'll see every color and shape and form of everybody in the Trump audiences. The only violence that has ever happened at a Trump rally happened before Donald Trump was elected president. I remember this because I was on the radio in Kansas City, and people were showing up at Trump rallies to start fights in the line, and they were bought and paid for by the Democrat Party and by George Soros. Those were the only fights that you saw at Trump rallies. Other than that, you saw nothing. Yet, for some reason, people showed up in uh, flak helmets and jackets, and they had grappling hooks, and they had smoke bombs, and they had a sundry uh, tools to uh, break windows and whatnot. And, and you can damn well guarantee those weren't Trump supporters. Needless to say, we are having these pointless hearings all because the Democrats don't want Donald Trump to run again. I have mentioned earlier that Donald Trump is 76 years old today. And he has said that the only thing that could keep him from running, and he hasn't really said anything would keep him from running, but he said, you know, we'll just see how it goes. Uh, you know, there's, uh, it's uh, uh, always about my health, of course, and you have to realize that Donald Trump will be 78 years old in, uh, in uh, November of, uh, of 2024. Now, Donald Trump is in incredible shape mentally and physically, versus Joe Biden. So I personally, with regard to Donald Trump, I'm not concerned about it. But with Joe Biden, clearly we have cause for concern. But that said, it makes me kind of wonder when you see recent polls where Ron DeSantis is tying or even leading Trump in some polls, it makes me kind of wonder if Donald Trump's maybe doing a head fake. 
suffering the slings and arrows, and then DeSantis will be the candidate with Trump's endorsement. He'll be the kingmaker. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Uh, would I like to see that? Sure, why not? Would I rather see Donald Trump run? Oh, hell yeah. Because I believe in what President Trump did. He was very successful, and he was screwed out of the 2020 election. Now, coming up, I've got uh, uh, some audio from uh, A.G. Uh, Barr. Uh, shutting down. He shut down an investigation into a trailer load of 288,000 ballots into Pennsylvania from New York. Do you remember that story? It went away. It went away. Well, apparently, uh, it's true. We're going to get into that. We'll also hear what he had to say about the movie 2,000 Mules and what uh, Liz Cheney had to say about the movie 2,000 Mules. Uh, The 2,000 Mules movie was record-breaking, and it used the same sort of technology the FBI uses to track criminality. Exactly the same tech. But Bill Barr says that it is not credible. Uh, Bill Barr is the one who is not credible. Here's a number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Rob Carson for new Raycon earbuds. You know what really stinks? Getting in the zone at the gym, putting in your last rep, and your earbuds fall out of your ears. That's why Raycon's new fitness earbuds provide a maximum secure fit, so you'll never experience that again. Fitness earbuds help you take the workout to the next level. That's why they're featured in Esquire Magazine's Gadgets of 2021. They were voted best earbud of the year. These earbuds deliver maximum comfort, stability, and the most secure fit on the market. The unique earbud build, interchangeable gel tips, and Raycon's new ear stabilizer attachments create three layers of earbud personalization for the perfect in-ear fit. They offer unbeatable battery life, 9 hours of playtime, 52 hours of total battery life, nearly double the battery life of other brands on the market. And you get the top-of-the-line earbud functionality and high-quality sound at half the price of premium audio brands. Right now, you can get Raycon's fitness earbuds for $20 off at buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. And to make this deal even sweeter, my viewers and listeners get an extra 15% off with my code, Newsmax. This is a limited-time offer, so get it now before it's gone. That's raycon.com slash Newsmax. Have a good workout. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. So, another day of hearings, January 6th hearings that nobody watched. I mean, it was really bad. Uh, last week, the networks, uh, obviously, they ran it on all of the uh, the major networks. I renamed them, by the way, because uh, they're CBS, and I decided since there's so much BS on all of them, that I just change them all to uh, call letters BS in the end. So, NBS, CBS, ABS, uh, PBS, all of those, they ran the hearings last week to the tune of about, they said about 20 million people spread out through all of the platforms, which means that it was a colossal failure. If it were a failure or if it were a success, then the networks would have had it on last night. But uh, they didn't. I, I don't recall that. I didn't watch any of it, I, but it was, certainly wasn't the production that they, that they had uh, last Thursday night. But here is uh, Bill Barr. This is in uh, a testimony. He, he had not testimony. He is being questioned ahead of the uh, the testimony on Capitol Hill with regard to January sixth about uh, about the election being stolen. He immediately poo pooed the election theft, and he never looked into it. He never looked into it. 
Now, I'm going to say something real quick. There are about 70-plus million people in the country who absolutely believe the election was stolen. Do you know why they believe the election was stolen? Well, it started with, huh, why did they stop counting the votes at around the same time in the battleground states that Biden would have to win to win the election. Why did they stop it at the same time? Why did they say there was a water main break in Atlanta when there wasn't a water main break? Why did thousands of people testify that they saw voter fraud? Why would a truck driver named Jesse Morgan say that he uh, he brought in a tractor trailer of ballots from New York to Pennsylvania and he parked the truck in a parking lot at the post office, and the next morning he returned, and the truck was gone. Under penalty of law, he said, he swore, this happened. And he was just one of several thousand. Bill Barr, in the summer of 2021, uh, uh, basically ordered the U.S. attorney in eastern Pennsylvania to stop investigating 2020 election issues in the state, turning in issues, turning the issues over to the Democrat Pennsylvania attorney general. This would have included the reports of approximately 288,000 ballots entering Pennsylvania on a semi-trailer from New York. Now, if he were an AG worth his salt, he would have actually looked into it. But rather, he says, uh, we'll just forget that ever happened. And then we'll also make fun of a movie that used uh, cell phone tracking technology in the same way that the FBI uh, tracks criminals to find voting mules in states around the country. And it's really, really obvious if you watch it. And it cannot be uh, doubted when you see the same cell phone number being used to go to multiple ballot boxes, to take a break, to go to a Democrat operative office like a Stacey Abrams office to recharge, presumably get more ballots, and drive back to some more ballot boxes provided by Mark Zuckerberg to the tune of $420 million. And then there was a, a case where uh, someone had dropped off ballots at a, at a ballot box illegally, and they, they figured that out because they had fingerprints. So the next day, all of these mules wore uh, rubber gloves to the ballot boxes. And it's kind of funny because uh, the uh, uh, numerous people, Democrat operatives, said the reason why in Georgia that they wore rubber blue gloves like surgical gloves is because it was cold that night. Now, when was the last time, and I'm from the upper Midwest, I'm from Iowa, lived in Minnesota, when is the last time that you said, you know, if I'm going to stay warm, I better put on these rubber surgical gloves? And, of course, if you see in countless bits of video from monitored drop boxes, I mean, literally millions of hours of video that cannot be disputed and were featured in 2,000 Mules, why is it these people came to the drop boxes not noticing the trash can nearby, dropped all the ballots off with the blue gloves on, and then after they dropped the ballots off, took the blue gloves off and threw them in the trash? Man, it must, uh, must be climate change because it was real cold when they dropped the ballots off and then it became real warm after they dropped the ballots in the box. Kind of funny that way, huh? <laughs> so if you simply feel like you can make 70 million people going away by calling what they believe a big lie, you just keep on believing that and you just see how uh, that uh, works out for you. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling.
Because if you hold down to that feeling, you're going to get your ass handed to you in November. Here is uh, A.G. Bill Barr. I believe they unchained Leah while he was trying to talk to the group so she could be free. Talking about uh, the fact that he he laughs. He's laughing in your face. If you believe because of evidence and common sense and because you're not stupid that the election was stolen. Uh, the election was not stolen by fraud. And uh, I haven't seen anything since the election that changes my mind on that, including the 2000 Mules movie. <laughs> He's laughing at you. He's laughing at the movie. <laughs> Well, maybe you can uh, assess that. And everybody is laughing there. Everybody in the committee is laughing. Some people are talking about that. Well, I mean, just in a nutshell, you know, I just think the GBI was unimpressed with it. And I was similarly unimpressed with it because I think... We don't care what you're impressed with because we're not impressed by you. If you if, because... Uh, I was holding my fire on that to see what the fuck... By the way, there was a case I don't have in front of me. The FBI, there was a, a shooting in a parking lot, and uh, the FBI used cellular tracking device to uh, to track down three people who were in the vicinity at the time of the shooting and then ultimately were able to find the person who did the shooting because of cell data. Same thing, FBI used it, and he's saying that because it was featured in a movie called 2000 Mules, well, where thousands, millions of cell pings, millions of minutes of video. He's poo-pooing it all, even though the FBI has used the same tech to track down crim criminals. Bill Barr, who is a political tool, says it didn't happen. Your thoughts, 800-922-6680. Sean in Live Oak, you'll be next. And Diamond and Silk, next on The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. It is the Rob Carson Show, Tuesday edition. Today is uh, President's Day. No, no, it's not President's, it's Flag Day. It's Flag Day. It's Donald Trump's birthday. It's my daughter's uh, birthday as well. She's 17 years old. Happy birthday, Avery. You are, uh, you're awesome. And I got to tell you, uh, you know, somebody who's been through a, a whole heck of a lot um, in the last couple of years, she was a freshman, missed half of her freshman year because of COVID nonsense, missed half of her uh, sophomore year because of COVID nonsense, did hybrid learning, the whole deal, and she still kicks major booty. Speaking of kicking booty, Diamond and Silk joining me on the Newsmax hotline, the host of Crystal Clear on Newsmax. Hello, ladies. How are you today? Oh, we're doing wonderful. Great. Hope you're doing well. Uh, it's great to uh, talk to you, and uh, I didn't even know this yesterday, but you know we had the big January 6th hearing on Thursday night that had terrible ratings. Yesterday, I think it was over before I even found out it was happening. Have you had a chance to watch any of this? Oh, no, I would not be watching any of the propaganda and the narratives that the left and uh, some on the right is trying to spew. I'm not going to be a part of, of lies because yeah. that's what I see made of lies. Guys, you know, the thing that bothers me is that uh, there is a very large and substantial group of Americans to the tune of about probably 70 million people in the country who believe that the election was stolen. And, and it has we haven't moved away from it. We've actually moved closer to believing more than ever that it was stolen. Um, and, and yet some people are calling. They just dismiss it by saying it's the big lie. Uh, you know a lot of people. You've had a chance to meet a lot of people. You're always rubbing elbows. Uh, what's the word 
on the street with regard to the 2020 election? Are people just satisfied with saying, yep, they're right, it was a big lie, or are they saying, nah, they're covering something up? No, they're covering something up. People know that the election was stolen. We see what happened in Pennsylvania. We see what happened in Georgia. We see what happened in Michigan. We see what's coming out in Arizona, what's coming out in Wisconsin. We saw the rig, the movie rig. We saw the movie 200 Mules. Yes. We have seen 2000, yeah. 2,000 years. We saw what uh, Mike Lindell presented. Something's up here, and it needs yeah. to be investigated. It needs to be thoroughly investigated instead of overlooked. Yes, it, the, the, the big lie is what was certified, which was Jim Crow Joe Biden. Okay? Yeah. That's what the big lie uh, was and still is. We know it. We see it. And it's being proven every single day. Why can't they prove to us the opposite? Why are they trying to cover up the naked, nasty, low-down, gut-and-written truth? We can see it every single day. 81 million people did not vote for Jim Crow Joe. We already know that. And to see it be displayed out here under the, the disguise of January the 6th, They want to tell us that there was an attack on the Capitol. But then while we are not hearing from the attackers, why aren't they uh, uh, letting us hear from the attackers? Why don't they have the attackers under oath? Who scaled the building? How do we know, how do they know how long the ropes needed to be in order to scale the walls? See, they're not, what they're doing right here is an okie doke. They're pulling a scale over our eyes, and they're trying to cover up, distract we, the American people. Diamond and Silk are not going along with this okie doke, and the American people are not going along with the okie doke. We see the high gas prices that's going on, and we're not going to let you distract us from it. We see all of this different inflation that's going on. We're not going to let you distract us from it, and we're not going to allow you to have us to lie about What's actually going on in this here particular country? They can take the January sister thing. That happened, what, back in 2021? Right now, people are suffering from what's going on right now in our country. We don't have time to just say stuff on what happened in 2021. Let's see what's going on right now. How can we fix what's happening right now in 2022? Now, a lot of the times, I like to say, you know, uh, the people in Washington, D.C., they get elected, they move to Washington, D.C., and spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours. I had the chance to, yep. when I get on, I went on vacation, and we drove. We drove, listen, we had an eight-day vacation, we drove for four. <laughs> So, but we drove, we drove down through, this is, this is how we roll, you know? Uh, so we took our 2009 Toyota and we drove from, uh, from, uh, the middle of the, the United States to Florida. And we drove through Missouri and Arkansas and Mississippi and Alabama and Florida. And I saw a whole lot of mobile homes. I saw a whole lot of dollar generals. I saw a mm-hmm. lot, a whole lot of people who make, you know, bring home maybe 1200, maybe two grand a month if you're lucky. And suddenly it costs $90 to fill their tank mm-hmm. and, and and you you know you're closer to the 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 average person than any fool in washington dc uh particularly people of color i'll just mention that there are a lot of people suffering unimaginably because of the yes. cost of everything but particularly with gas what are you hearing well people are suffering look these gas prices <clears throat> they're off the roof they're they're like we've never paid this much before for gas 
I filled up my tank sixty dollars. I've never put that much gas in my car. Sixty bucks. So people are hurting. But you know what? Maybe it's time for the people to feel the pain at the pump, at the grocery store. So you won't ever vote against your own interests again. You know, you still have some mm-hmm. people out here pumping their fists for Biden as if he's doing a, a wonderful job. He's not. He's destroying America. He's destroying American lives. He's destroying American livelihoods. And he don't care. And so maybe people are going to have to feel this type of pain than to know for not on don't vote cho- don't vote against your interests. You need That's to right. put somebody in office that has your back. All of the people on the left hated Trump. But guess what? President Trump made sure food was on the shelf. He made sure gas prices was low. Unemployment was at an all-time low. He did it for you. He did it for anybody, whether you liked him or not. This man is targeting, if you look at Biden, he's targeting conservatives. He he don't want you to sit. You can't mention anything about the election. Or then they'll want to take and run a battery ram through your door. It's political persecution is what he's doing. President Trump didn't do no mess like that. When, when, When he... Fixed the economy. He fixed it for all people, not for some people, and not That's for right. people that disagree with him politically. That's right. It didn't matter who you was, if, even if you called him names. President Trump made sure that everybody prospered. Yep. He didn't care if you was left wing, right wing, or in between. If the gas was low, it was low for all people. He didn't care. It, look at how many, how what three, four years. They ran around talking about Russia, 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 Russia. <laughs> it didn't matter if you said Russia did it, Russia did that. The gold, the the, the gas was still low for yeah. everybody. Everybody was yeah. still able to prosper and able to get a job. It, it wasn't about this propaganda that they're trying to push on we, the American people. This doggone game that's being pushed on the will of the people for people to be destroyed, for people to be in poverty. You know, we're sick and tired of this mess. Yeah. We, we know what it's like to, 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 to live in a prosperous country under President Donald J. Trump. This foolery that we're seeing happening today under Joe, Joe Biden, people are tired of it. We know what it looked like. We know the difference between the two. And people are sick and tired of it. How is it that we go from being energy independent? We have what we need right here under our feet. We have right here at the tip of our fingers, and we got to go to another country and bag them. So what we got right here in our own country, people know what's going on, and we're sick and tired of the foolery that's being played, and we're being used as pawns to play these elitist games. We're sick and tired of it. Let me ask you this. We're tired of it, you all. I I know we are. hear us. We're tired of it. We've reached we've reached a breaking point. I mean, we really, really have reached the breaking point. Enough yes. with the nonsense. Let me ask you about uh, Roe v. Wade reversal and this threat against um, Supreme Court justices. As you guys know, I am adopted. I think I've told you that I found out that I was also the product of a sexual assault. Uh, that happened uh, before. That's that's why I was given up for adoption. So I've got a few quivers in uh, arrows in my quiver with regard to being pro life. Uh, for a number of reasons. What do you think about all the uh, the threats that are coming from the left in the country with regard to overturning Roe v. Wade? Well, anybody that's threatening uh, a U.S. Supreme Court justice needs to be arrested because it is against the law to threaten and intimidate a Supreme Court justice. 
being outside their house, going to try to kill them, protesting outside of their space, that is unacceptable. So my question is, where is the DOJ? Where is the <laughs> DOJ at on that? And then as soon as one of these justices get hurt, now all everybody can do is just sit and look like nothing is happening when we know that there is something happening here. For one thing, when it comes to Roe versus Wade, we have to understand that they are sending that back to the states. Nobody has taken away anyone's rights. Yes, yes. That's being sent back to the states, and the states will decide, meaning we the people will decide, not the Supreme Court. And yeah. but, 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 but what the left is upset about, this is about money, money, the billions of dollars that somebody may yeah. miss out on. You see what I'm saying? They can't. They can't take it. And who's being used in all of this here? You want to take? You say you want to? You want to curb gun control? You you want gun control so that children won't get killed? But then you okay with killing babies in the womb and even outside of the womb? Does does that make any sense? Doesn't make any sense at all, and, and not very hypocritical. Yeah, none of, none of them make sense. I mean, honestly. But here, here's the thing, guys, and and I've always looked to you for um, your opinion. I've also looked at you for your optimism. I just think you're great. Uh, both of you are just terrific. I I am optimistic for the country. I'm optimistic going into the election. It's just a matter of what the, what damage that the Democrats can do, and I believe they're gonna they're gonna um, unleash hell on the country over this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think ultimately we're going to win if you are you maintaining a level of optimism because i know we're winning we're winning the, these january 6 hearings a terrible ratings cnn plus collapsed in 23 days uh we are all sorts of court rulings against masks and whatnot so i think we're winning what what's your message to people before november about the future of the country well listen the future of the country depends on we the people we the people are going to have to get out and overvote the cheat we know that the left is going to cheat this is their M.O. This mm-hmm. is their playbook. We have to stay steps ahead of them, and we have to make sure we get out and vote. Vote like your life depends on it. And in the end, God is going to win. In the yeah. end, God is going to win. Well, guys, the, the thing is that uh, evil always loses. Otherwise, Hitler's nephew would be in charge of Germany and the Soviet Union would still be around. I really believe that. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me on the uh, on the show today. And uh, I, I hope things are going well for you. You got crystal clear. You do on uh, on Newsmax and all that. Uh, and, and by the way, the lead into your show, that Rob Carson, uh, what in the world is a hell of a show. You got to watch that sometime. <laughs> Amazing. We do. And don't catch the stupid. <laughs> don't catch the stupid. All right, guys. Anything else? Where else can people find you online if they want to check out Diamond and Silk? Oh, go to diamondandsilk.com. And don't forget about our book, Uprising, dnsbooks.com. I love it. God bless both of you. We'll talk again soon. Have a glorious day. God bless you. All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. or $94. The national average $94. We just talked to Diamond and Silk. She said she filled a car for 60 bucks. I'm like, either you got a really small car or uh, you already had some gas in the car. Because <laughs> i got to tell you, uh, yeah, $94. It cost me 76 the other day, but I live in the Kansas City area. Right now, I think the gas price is about 486 or something, which is ungodly. <clears throat> Absolutely unacceptable and ungodly. I mentioned the other day that, uh, you know, normally, and, and I buy the same things 
when I go to the store. I, you know, occasionally I'll stray a little bit. I'll add a few things here and there for making a different meal or whatever. But by and large, it's the same stuff every month. I got to get some coffee. I got to get toilet paper. I got to get paper towels. I got to get, uh, you know, uh, some sort of meat. I got to get sandwich meat. I got to get bananas and produce. And I got to get veggies, <clears throat> stuff like that. And uh, normally my trip to Costco about a buck seventy five, about one hundred seventy five dollars, maybe one hundred fifty, and that's usually three weeks ish. You know, and we're pretty, you know, pretty good about it. Although my son's living at home now. He's 22. So, uh, you know, it costs a little bit more. $300 when I went there this week. $300. Two big bags of mozzarella cheese, <clears throat> which I only have to buy every couple months. Normally 12 bucks. Now 16 bucks. Uh, the, uh, the waters, we buy these flavored waters. They're normally eleven ninety nine instead of soda. They're fifteen ninety nine now. Everything is that way. Everything. I don't care what it is. There's nothing that I've seen. The only thing that I've seen where they're cutting price just to get you into the store, <clears throat> some meat items. So you know what those meat items are? Largely pork. And, hey, I live in the Midwest. So you can still get pork butt for $1.89 on sale. But your days of getting baby back ribs for $3.99, forget that. And three ninety nine was damned expensive. Once baby back ribs go past two ninety nine, we don't have baby back ribs anymore. The price of chicken wings is stupid too, by the way. So you know, here's here's what I'll tell you. When you read the news, I don't think you're looking for guidance. And a lot of people used to say that about Rush Limbaugh. Oh yeah, well people wait for their marching orders from Rush Limbaugh. No, they didn't. They enjoyed his take on things. They would listen to a show just to hear. Is it, is it a way kind of where I am, or do I differ with him, or is it, I accept everything that Rush Limbaugh says, and I'm going to accept it as gospel, and I'm going to I've received my marching orders. That never happened. But what you do have, one of the reasons why you chose Rush or why you chose this show, is you, you get an, an entertaining take on what's going on and our thoughts on you know what? What we have to say with our life experience and our and our and our uh, uh, insight and our common sense, <clears throat> we put it all together and we come up with a thought and an opinion. You do the same thing, and when your gut says, "Huh, there's something wrong here," with regard to 2020, there's something wrong here with Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, it doesn't make any sense that Hillary Clinton, uh, what, that Donald Trump would collude with Russia on the 2016 election because Hillary Clinton got $150 million from Russian oligarchs after Uranium One got a deal for uranium in the United States while she was Secretary of State. Her, her, literally, her charity got $150 million from Russian oligarchs after that happened. <clears throat> and then when she didn't get election, elected, her, her charity folded. And, and Hunter Biden, uh, you know, he got hired by a Ukrainian gas company uh, for $80,000 a month. He didn't know anything about oil and gas. And Joe Biden threatened a prosecutor that was going after the uranium gas company with uh, uh, taking away $1 billion in loan guarantees. Then we find out that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden had been in, uh, you know, in cahoots for decades, essentially extorting people. Not exactly. No, I should say a little pay-for-play action. Uh, influence and proximity with someone in office, someone powerful in office, in exchange for money, the tune of $30 million from China. In all of these things, you go, huh, this feels weird. I am going with my gut. There's something wrong here. And then when you look at that, you take that and you're doing your own research. And all the while, you're being screamed at by big social media, the mainstream media, and the Democrat Party, so much that they've unearthed a Stalinistic 
term, which is called disinformation, created a board called Disinformation and Disinformation after the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party all shouted you down before the election, have continued to for months and months and months after, then you have to realize, well, maybe you're right. And you have been. And somebody just saying, oh, no, that's a big lie, isn't going to be enough to shut you up. I've got much more to say on this, a little bit more on the January 6th hearing. Want to get into uh, some of this LGBTQ madness around the country, as well as your phone calls. Um, the number is 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show, uh, hour number three of the radio program. And we have uh, much to get to. I want to get into some of the transgender madness. Uh, Nancy Pelosi appeared yesterday uh, on uh, Drag Show, Ru- RuPaul's Drag Show. And uh, let's just say right now, I don't care. Uh, you know, about drag shows. I have a real problem when kids are taken to uh, gay pride parades and uh, there are guys wearing leather chaps uh, leading each other around on dog collars uh, with uh, sexual devices strapped to them. You know, so I have a little problem with that. It kind of makes me say to the people in the parade, and I've been saying this forever about these, uh, the gay pride parades. And, and listen, you know, I have no problem with the gay pride parade. I, I, for instance, okay, let me give you an example. This is a very uh, poor example. I know... Uh, and I have seen, obviously, things have changed a lot since I was a kid with regard to the acceptance of gay people. And, and one of the things that I noticed, one of the very negative effects of all of the, uh, the, the fear, the uh, discrimination against gay people, um, this is going to be a weird juxtaposition, but it, I, I don't get a chance to watch much television. And over the vacation, I watched one documentary. It was the documentary on Netflix, the series about the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. It was fascinating. And I got this week into, I made it to about four episodes, because it's kind of fascinating. It's out, oddly enough, John Wayne Gacy in that story. And, and I got to the, uh, I, I ended up finishing it up last night. Uh, and not because I, I, don't, I don't like lurid stuff like that. I just, uh, I had heard good things about the series. But one of the main reasons why so many people didn't come forward with stories of where my son disappeared in the 1970s, even though John Gacy may have well murdered them, because the families didn't want the world to think their son was gay. So they didn't contact the police. So clearly things have changed dramatically. What I'm concerned about is, first of all, they changed the name of uh, gay rights. Uh, and, and they made it into LGBTQIA++, which is stupid. It just makes you sound stupid. And then they let these candy aisle kids start storming around and threatening people and getting people fired if they said anything that could be construed as not with them. Not that you, you know, you don't like gay people. No, 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 no. If you don't agree with the radical LGBTQIAA plus agenda, you say. And so it is really overplayed its hand, particularly during Pride Month. This is Pride Month, by the way. What's next month? What the hell is next month? Last month was uh, Black History Month. Before that, it was Women's History Month, right? Something like that. It was, it's Pride Month this month. 
I don't know what next month is. You know, every every month is a different month. So anyway, we're going to get into uh, <clears throat> this as the uh, as the show progresses. I do want to mention a couple things. We do have this this uh, second day of public hearings on. Uh, the uh, House Select Committee, which is uh, meaning select, meaning they only selected sycophantic people who hate uh, Donald Trump. And, th- and this is true. And this is obviously true. And no amount of uh, yelling otherwise will give this this panel any credibility. Even the left gets it. It is a cluster bleep. It is a uh, Charlie Foxtrot, as I've heard it called. And, uh, and nobody believes it. Uh, the panel displayed video depositions of various individuals who had testified before the committee behind closed doors on pain and prosecution uh, for contempt of Congress about their disagreement with Trump about the legitimacy of the election. The theme was uh, the same throughout. Trump seized on theories that votes had been switched or that there had been a massive voter fraud. Individuals close to Trump were said to have counseled him against pursuing those theories. And individuals on camera during the January 6th event cited similar theories as their motivations. I would assume that the only people who said that were just afraid that the government that would destroy the lives of people like Roger Stone might do the same to you. You know, like Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro has been uh, uh, said that he is in contempt of Congress, and he was arrested at uh, Reagan National Airport, even though he lives just blocks away from the FBI, and had called the FBI and said, if you need anything, you come and get me. But they went to the airport, and they picked him up, and they arrested him in front of everyone, and uh, and they, uh, they ruined his plans, and uh, here he is the day of the arrest. Instead of coming to my door where I live, which, by the way, is right next to the FBI, instead of calling me and say, hey, we need you down at court, we've got a warrant for you, I would have gladly come. What did they do? They intercepted me getting on the plane. And then they put me in handcuffs, they bring me here, they put me in leg irons, they stick me in a cell. By the way, just historical note, I was in John Hinckley's cell. They seem to think that... They put him in John Hinckley's cell. Kind of as a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, ha, ha. And then also they strip searched him. We live in America, right? We live in America. Here is uh, Peter Navarro talking with Eric Bowling on Newsmax about the uh, the Democrats and the Republicans on the January 6th committee. Say, Eric, that all seven Democrats on that select committee, as it's called, have a five-year history of trying to basically a coup d'etat, remove Trump from office for bogus reasons, whether it... From day one. Was the discredited Russia hoax to begin with. It was a lie. Lie, lie, lie. Two phony impeachments. Lie, 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 lie. And three uh, House resolutions that tried to remove Trump for various reasons, for bogus reasons. So, um, look... Aren't you tired of suffering these indignities? I think you are. In fact, I know you are. The backdrop for these hearings, stock market crash today on top of what's yep. been a very long downward slide. In fl- All of the gains of the stock market during the Biden administration, which the only thing he could tout as possible success, are now completely negated. Now go back to enjoying your $5 plus gas. Inflation off the charts, an economy in tatters. We've got really, really serious problems here with this economy because of the way the Biden regime has been conducting its foreign policy, its economic policy, and its border policy. And the American people, if if they were to list 
of these these hearings as a priority for our legislation. What do the hearings mean to you, sir? Well, you know, there's a word that I'm thinking of. It's a word that is commonly used as an abbreviation for the name Richard, and it starts with a D. That's what we're learning from these hearings. Uh, it would be uh, some, somewhere south uh, of the Rio Grande right now because this ain't cutting it. No, it is uh, not cutting, and the American people don't believe it. Between 52 and 59 percent, a clear majority of uh, tested multiple times, maintain that cheating likely affected the outcome of tw- the 2020 election. That's from Rasmussen, American, uh, both parties. 55% of black voters say there was cheating in the 2020 election. 53% support 2020 election audits, including 53% of black voters. Rasmussen. 59% say preventing cheating more important than ever in make it, than easy, than making it easier to vote. 60% agree that opponents of requiring a photo ID to vote just want to make it easy to uh, cheat in elections, including 63% of black voters. 66% say requiring photo ID for voting isn't discriminatory, including 57% of black voters. 66% percent say a wider use of mail-in voting will lead to more cheating in elections. 70 percent say private Zuckerbucks type partisan election funding is a bad thing for American democracy, including 50 percent, 52 percent of black voters and 62 percent of Democrats. 82 percent, including 82 percent of black voters, say the issue of election integrity will be important this November, including 61 percent saying it will be very important. Here is Arizona Attorney General candidate Mark Fincham talking about the stolen election of 2022. Well, it was 2020. Stolen by a number, a number of ways. If you've seen 2,000 mules, uh, stuffing the ballot box with, and this is a conservative number, the truth. But Bill Barr says that uh, 2,000 mules was a lie, even though the FBI uses the exact same surveillance and data that uh, Dinesh D'Souza did when the FBI goes after people. The vote was able to track. Uh, over 207,000 ballots were stuffed into ballot collection boxes. That's just in Arizona. Uh, they have no chain of custody. Uh-uh. We have no idea that uh, who, who actually cast the ballot. Uh, and they were transported by mules to get to the boxes. Now, Carrie Lake and I have filed uh, for an injunction against the use of black boxes. That's another way that we believe that it was taken. I think it's interesting that uh, Politico in their... Just real quick, there were 91 nursing homes in the state of Wisconsin with 95-plus voter participation, where half of the people in those facilities or more are so infirmed, they don't know where they are, they don't know how to feed themselves, but somehow they were able to stroke a ballot for Joe Biden. Weird! Why isn't uh, AG, former AG Bill Barr, investigating the that story rubbish this morning said there's still baseless claims and it's still all a a fantasy well no we've got the proof we've got people who have pled guilty in yuma for ballot trafficking for ballot harvesting those are crimes in arizona hell is coming people and we continue as i understand it the ag's office continues to work through all of the evidence that they've got but the largest thing that we're going to have to buckle down on, and that's what I'm running on my uh, Secretary of State campaign on, is you've got to follow the law. You've got to follow the law. Here is uh, Steve Bannon, who I admire greatly. He's uh, enormously successful as a podcaster and a broadcaster, as well as a conservative pundit, talking about uh, former AG Bill Barr laughing, laughing at the movie 2000 Mules. If Bill Barr had any interest, as he's supposed to be attorney general, and Mr. Investigation is so serious, and they're taking his word for it, 
he would have picked the phone up and said, let me uh, let me have a briefing on your 18 month investigation. Let me have the eight out. Let's go eight hours. and Let me go through it line by line. Let me this. Here's the point. We take this very seriously because 13 or 14 generations of this country have sacrificed to hand us the republic we have. And we're not going to be blown off by somebody like Bill Barr. Hell yeah. Bill Barr, we're coming for you, bro. You're sitting there lying about this. If you had any decency whatsoever, you'd have reached out to Catherine Ehrenberg before you smeared her. You'd have reached out to Dinesh D'Souza before you smeared him. You'd have reached out to Greg Phillips before you smeared them, and the entire team of an 18-month investigation is still going on of eight or ten hours of interviews that you could do and sit there and find out the details in the second and third order magnitude of what they've already thought through before sitting there. And so this is the type of crap that we're stopping. You're just not going to sit there and phone this in. You can't just call it a big lie and expect us to go quietly in the night. We're not going anywhere. And if anything, you're emboldening us and you are making us believe even more and making us dig in even more to find even more evidence that the mainstream media, big social media, Democrats and Republicans in the swamp are trying to cover up. We've got more on this coming up. 800-922-6680. Michelle, you hold on. You'll be up next. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and uh, yeah, I still believe that the 2020 election was stolen. I'm one of the few on uh, radio who still says this, and I'm not sure why. And and I'll just tell you, it's my opinion. It's my opinion. Now, my opinion, I believe, is based on fact and research and common sense and life experience. That, that's what I base all my decisions on, and that's why I'm ready to do this show, and that's why so many people are, are listening to the show. I don't just flippantly say, I think the election was stolen. I've done a lot of research. And I said, bullcrap. Uh, I am crying bullcrap. And I'm not going to be silenced. And I'm not going to be told that, oh, you, what you believe is a big lie. This is a big lie. It's a big lie. It's very lazy. It's, a very, it's, it's very lazy. People with journalistic integrity would have looked into the thousands of affidavits and the stories of the nursing homes in Wisconsin and the shutdown of the five battleground states with vote counting and, and the ballot boxes with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Come on. I mean, honestly, seriously, what the hell? There's just a point where I, I'm, I'm kind of done arguing with you about this. Your, your argument against it is specious. If you're not willing to even look at the gigantic amounts of evidence, and not only that, just the likelihood that Joe Biden would get 81 million votes is laughable on the face of it. And so while you're laughing and saying it was a big lie, I'm laughing in your face. I'm just honestly, I'm tired of entertaining your nonsense. If you want to have a serious discussion about this, we can have a discussion about it. But if you're just going to say, oh, it's a big lie, or like the doofus at the farmer's market I met on Saturday. Uh, By the way, I accidentally stumbled on the farmer's market. I didn't legitimately go to the farmer's market on the Saturday morning like so many in cul-de-sac America. I just stumble on it, and this doofus is selling kettle corn. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, the gas prices are not Joe Biden's fault. And, and I'm like, and I said, you know, I'm not even going to have the argument unless you pay attention. Have you been paying attention? Did you know that he, he ended our energy uh, independence? Did you know? Yeah, but, you know, do you know the Keystone XL? Yeah, but the Keystone XL didn't cause the prices to go up. Oh, yeah, it did. If you look at all of the things that have happened with the Biden administration, it did. Oh, by the way, Barack Obama also halted the Keystone XL. XL pipeline when he was the president as well. So 
nonsense. I'm tired of having this argument with uh, mental midgets who haven't done their research. Uh, let's do, uh, go to Michelle in lovely Westminster. Hello there, Michelle, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Rob. How are you today? I'm glorious. What's up? Well, you always say don't catch the stupid. Yes. And for those of us that were never in danger of catching the stupid, we are here saying we're not stupid, basically what you're saying now. But one of the things I want to point out is the timing of the January 6th hearing being so publicized. My belief, my opinion, is that this is intentional timing, knowing that the vast majority of American citizens and even the illegals that have been here or have just gotten here are mad about everything that is going on. They are saying to us, go ahead, get mad. This is what we're going to do to you. And for those Benedict Arnold Republicans in the Senate who are going along with these red flag laws, I can't say what I want to say on the radio. I know, Michelle. And Michelle, uh, and I, I watched. Uh, I was watching Newsmax last night. I also caught a little bit of Tucker. Tucker had really good, uh, a great observation, which I actually had yesterday on the show, about, uh, about um, uh, red flag laws. And red flag laws are the same rules that they're trying to do with regard to freedom of speech in the country. The same Amen. rules that, that keep you off of social media. The same rules that keep uh, the Democrat Party calling you names like uh, white supremacists and all this. These are the same red flag laws that would keep you from posting something on YouTube or Facebook would now prevent you from getting a, uh, a, a handgun or a, a, any kind of gun, actually. Uh, well, you know, what I find it, is interesting is that the whole point of the Second Amendment is to be able to stand up and fight back when our government gets to where it is right now. That's the whole point of the Second Amendment. And of course. But when people like you and I stand up and say it's time to not just believe in but practice the Second Amendment and be the responsible American citizen because it is our responsibility to fight back yes. and turn back the tyrant. Yes. That is what our responsibility is. I'm not saying pick up a gun and go down and start shooting people in D.C. That is of not course. what I'm saying. Of course. But if we show up in mass, can you, can you imagine what would happen in Baltimore and Chicago if the people came out and stood on their streets arm in arm, hand in hand, and ran those criminals off? Yeah. That's the same thing we need to do as a country. Yep. We need well, to stand up, <clears throat> hand in hand, arm in arm, yep. and get the criminals, get the traitors, get the rhinos, get the whoever's, get the communists, the socialists, and run them out of town. 100%. Now, uh, where I live, Michelle, I live in a uh, uh, predominantly, well, a fairly conservative area, although we have a Republican governor, or a, a, a rhino Republican governor in the office in K- in Kansas. Um, but we live, in, we live in an area... Too. Yeah, ridiculous. You got a total rhino, just a disgrace and an embarrassment <laughs> in Maryland. So I, I'm so glad I wasn't there when Larry Hogan was the governor. Uh, that said, <clears throat> we have a, a concealed carry, easy to get, and open carry is commonly seen here. Um, how many smash and grab robberies do you suppose happen in Johnson County, Maryland, or uh, Kansas every every year? Uh, zero. I highly doubt there's many because zero. when you have a, an open carry or even a concealed carry area, 
everybody becomes a bit more polite and law-abiding. Yeah, and nobody tries to knock over a liquor store because they're afraid they get, might get their butt shot. Michelle, I got to exactly. run. Thanks thanks for the phone call. Thank Do you, appreciate sir. it. You bet, you bet. Uh, a little bit more on this. I've got the audio that I want to share with you from Tucker about red uh, flag laws and what you should be afraid of because this isn't about protecting anybody. This is about taking guns. And the left has decided that if you believe that uh, 2020 was stolen, you're a conspiracy theorist. And if you believe that Hunter Biden's laptop was real, that you're a conspiracy theorist. If you believe that Russia colluded with Hillary Clinton and not Donald Trump, you must be crazy. You see what I mean? All three of those things could keep you from getting a gun with Democrats in charge. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. All right, so uh, coming up, we've got the story of a January 6th prisoner from his wife. And I said years and years ago when I was in Washington, D.C., I said that we are living a tale of two cities. And the reason why I did that is because I think I started talking about this when Barack Obama was in the president the last time. He shut down the Keystone XL. He said that he wanted European-style uh, energy prices. And, and he caused the, uh, the increase in gas that was the all-time high previously before Joe Biden. And, uh, and I said that we are living a tale of two cities. We uh, are the, uh, the proletariat, they are the bourgeois, and we exist on their crumbs. It wasn't until after January the 6th that I realized that it come full circle. And not only do we have the aforementioned two-class system where we subsist on the crumbs while the elites feast, we have a Bastille. We have a Bastille. I will share her story of her husband in solitary confinement for a year and a half in just one second. But first, a monkey pox update. George Michael was a really talented guy, just really messed up, by the way. So the WHO, the World Health Organization, that was completely wrong about everything with regard to COVID, they're uh, going to have an emergency session next week to evaluate the international outbreak of monkeypox and determine whether the virus should be considered a global health emergency. Now, my wife mentioned this the other night. She goes, oh, my God, did you hear about the monkeypox and all that? And I'm like, oh, she says, it's terrible. I've seen pictures of it. I don't want to get it. I say, you know how many people have it in the world? About 800 people. There are more people with leprosy in the world than, uh, than monkeypox. So kind of chill on that it's really uh, you know your chances of getting monkeypox really 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 slim and you know the 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 concept of the karen um is interesting and, and i said that the karen kind of uh i originally became aware of the karen back in the mid-90s when i was in minneapolis doing radio and i'd have these these angry liberal white women in the suburb suburbs they were willing to step forward and being offended for everyone so if you made a joke about a, a you know uh, somebody who had a whatever you know they'd say well I'm really offended and you go well are you a member of that affected group no not really but I know somebody or they were really offended by a, a mascot uh, you know a, a Native American mascot for a team they'd be willing to step are you a Native American no I'm not but I know somebody who is so the the Karen is a uh, liberal 
usually white woman in suburbia. I'm not saying it's all women. I mean, whatever, whatever. We use the name Karen because they're busybodies like Gladys Kravitz. Their noses in everybody's business, and they're the one. They're the reasons why, after George Floyd was murdered, that they got rid of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben. They are. It's nonsensical otherwise. If you just say, oh, okay, a guy was murdered by a police officer, uh, let's get rid of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, wouldn't make any sense. You'd be like, what the hell? But in the world of Karen, it's perfectly fine. Karen is really racist. She just doesn't know it. She's convinced she will make the decision for you, all you black and brown people, all of you people in your little groups, you know, all of you guys, I'll just take care of you. Sit there and you just sit there and I'll take care of this. Now, I realize that you Native Americans are not necessarily offended by the Native American mascot of your favorite high school team, but I am offended for you, and I'm going to go to that school board meeting, and I'm going to get, the, I'm going to get their, their mascot changed. And the people, the Native Americans, are like, well, you know, it's really not that big a deal because we're, you know, it's, they're called the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the Cherokees or the Seminoles, and the reason why they do it is because nobody wants a cartoonish mascot. They want a, a mascot to be frightening. They want to go into battle, the heat of battle on, on basketball courts and football fields and whatnot with with something they they perceive as being powerful like uh, the 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 seminoles in florida they would have a guy ride out this native american warrior and he'd throw this spear through the air and it would land in the you know the uh, opposite side of the field right there and and then and the other team would go holy crap and they and the crowd would go wild and it was a tribute to them but Karen said it was offensive to Native Americans, and so she got rid of them. Well, now Karen says that you can't call it monkeypox because it's racist. So the Karens of the world have just shown how ungodly racist they are by saying that, you know, we're going to consider the uh, the outbreak of monkeypox and determine whether the virus should be uh, a global American. And, and more importantly, according to WHO, they will also rename the virus after scientists raise concerns that the name monkeypox is racist. Why is that? How in the F is that racist? It's called monkeypox. Presumably because uh, primates have it, and it did the jump, whatever, so maybe, maybe, maybe it was a Wuhan uh, virus, maybe they, maybe they have a monkey market where you can buy soup featuring monkeys, I don't know. But somebody assumes that because it's called monkeypox and it might be associated with primates, primates this is uh, racist? Uh, I, I honestly uh, am flummoxed, to be quite honest, and um, offended by it, and I don't care about offense, but... Honestly, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Honestly. And, and who cares about monkeypox anyway? The 800, you know, stinking cases worldwide. Worldwide. Now, a federal judge has said... Uh, Trevor McFadden, Judge Trevor McFadden, whom uh, President Donald Trump appointed in 2017, has criticized prosecutors' handling of the Capitol riot cases. He suggests that the Justice Department has been unjustly tougher on Capitol riot defendants compared with people arrested at protests against police brutality and racial injustice after George Floyd's 2020 murder by a Minneapolis police officer. Yes, true. McFadden has also criticized prosecutors for seeking jail time for some nonviolent capital riot defendants, but not for left-wing activists who protested Trump's domination of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And he's right. He questioned why federal prosecutors had not brought more cases against those accused in 2020 summertime protests, reading out statistics on riot cases in the nation's capital that were not prosecuted, like $2 billion worth of damage, 700 police officers injured, 30 murders. 
Bonnie Nichols is the wife of Ryan Nichols. Ryan Nichols is a political prisoner in Washington, D.C. He was in the Capitol. He was let into the Capitol on January the 6th. Here she is talking about what her husband is going through in jail in what we used to call America. Ryan is not doing very well. Um, he has been in prolonged solitary confinement for over 16 plus months in torturous conditions. 16 months of solitary confinement. He has not been able to view his discovery. He has been denied access um, to worship, to nutritional food. He has not had a haircut in over a year. I want every person in charge of this jail, the the warden, the deputy warden, the prison guards, frog marched out of the building in January of 2023, put up on charges and jailed. And he has not been able to see the light of sunlight. Uh, but he hasn't seen the sun in a year and a half. Where are all the morons who went after Guantanamo Bay? First of all, he's not been able to see his children um, at all due to COVID. And they're using COVID. They're saying we can't cut your hair because of COVID. They're saying you can't see people because you haven't been vaccinated for COVID. These are extreme torturous conditions that no American citizen should have to endure, especially a Marine veteran that served his country honorably. My husband has no criminal history. He's not been convicted of any crime, and he's a pretrial detainee that is being denied his constitutional rights. It to a speedy trial. It's disgusting what is happening to my husband, and I'm standing up for all the women that are feared for their lives and fear for their family to do so, to awaken America, to know the truth about what is happening in the country that we once knew. Now, the payback starts on Election Day. And then we have to insist that people are punished for this. Michelle, it, no, we already went to Michelle. Never mind, never mind. I don't know why I thought I had Michelle. I don't know. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Squad member Jamal Bowman, uh, Bowman claims there will be a civil war if Republicans take the House in the midterms because white nationalists will be emboldened to take over the government. That's what he's saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Uh, yeah, um... The Democrat uh, lawmaker made the prediction on MSNBC. He warned that the lives of black and brown people are in the balance if Republicans come to power after the November midterm elections. Now, I wanted you to think real quick about the absurdity of this claim that uh, white supremacy is uh, on the ascension in this country. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's not happening. Show me the arrests. Show me the uh, burning down of uh, cities to the tune of $2 billion with 700 police injuries and, uh, and murders. Show me. Show me this. And the more you think about it, the more ridiculous it becomes. Uh, I'm a member of Generation X. We were the first generation to not uh, look at, like, Ohura and uh, Kirk Kissing. It was like that happened, you know, like maybe when we were born or before. And we're like, hey, who cares? Schoolhouse rock, anybody? You know? Verb, my first black superhero. Verb, that's what's happening. One of my first heroes as a child was Bill Cosby. Because he's a brilliant comedian. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Chicken Heart today, New York. Maybe he used to burn that record. And then Steve Martin and then Richard Pryor. And then, you know, did I think, oh, he's a black guy. I can't. Uh, I hate black people, so I can't listen to Bill Cosby. No. I just thought, this guy's freaking amazing. Then he became America's dad on the most popular television show in the country. Weird, weird, weird. We're a racist country, right? No. No. 
This comes after a recent survey showed that half of Republican voters believe the U.S. is headed toward a civil war compared to 39% Democrats. It's kind of interesting. Um, I, I'm thinking this isn't going to happen, uh, Jamal. I, I'm thinking this ain't going to happen because uh, you don't live where I live, where uh, black and brown live in peace and harmony and, and have for many, many, many years. And, and, and you know, when there are other things going on, for us, just like this, Benny Johnson, uh, one of my cohorts on Newsmax, uh, did uh, a little bit of uh, on-the-scene uh, questions with uh, people of color around the country. Now, Jabelle Bowman claims that if Republicans win, that uh, there's going to be a uh, civil war because uh, the lives of black and brown people are in the balance, right? Well, here's what uh, black and brown people had to say about gas prices. Joe Biden says that we're in, we're in a strong economy, that we're doing great. Do you believe that? No, we are not financially stable, comfortable, or nothing like that. What about uh, white supremacy? Uh, you guys are afraid of white supremacy? But when Trump was in office, I was feeling really good. Really? Yes, Trump, Trump. So Joe Biden's too much, you'd rather have Trump back? I want Trump back. There's <laughs> a revolution coming. There's a civil war. <laughs> I do not, I'm not for Biden. I'm not for him. Ain't no comfortability around nowhere. It really hurts America with the gas prices because the one, we have to get to work. Yeah. And if we can't get to work and we got to spend all our money on gas that we going to work on, that mean. You can't pay your bills. Yeah, lowest uh, black unemployment in history under Donald Trump. And everybody says he's a white supremacist. If that's the case, he's the worst white supremacist ever. So it's an endless circle of uh, endless debt. Everybody going to go in debt, you know, sooner or later. Because, it, like, what's happening now is everybody is feeling the heat from, you know, for white supremacy, and they're going to start a civil war, right? The angle of the society. So, yeah, I feel like, no, it's not true. It's, it's bullshit, bullshit completely because, <laughs> like, rent prices is crazy. Oh, there's a curb stopping coming in November. We, we paying, I don't know how much percent more, but I would say at least three, three or four hundred more than we was paying two years ago. Like, that's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Salaries aren't going up, so how are we supposed to make the difference in income? Uh, let me just tell you that uh, everybody's paying the same price for gas, by the way, black, brown, or otherwise. I mean, rent doesn't make sense. So when the Biden administration comes forward and says that economically and financially our country is doing really well, do you think that's a lie? Yeah, I think they're blowing smoke up, up out behind. <laughs> Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. The SS Bitanic sets sail on January 20th, 2021. Now she's taking on water in a big way. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Must see TV tonight, 6 o'clock Eastern. Greta Van Susteren returns to television on my network, Newsmax TV. The record with Greta Van Susteren. It is on DirecTV at channel 349. Check your program guide or get info on the new show. Just text the word Greta to 39747. That's Greta to 39747. Something to uh, I alluded to earlier today. I believe that Merrick Garland and uh, Anthony Fauci are the same person. They just tag team in and out. They're both obnoxious little old white guys with annoying voices. Here's our Fauci monkeypox theme song. And all the monkeys on in the zoo. It's Jim Gossett. They're spreading monkeypox, it is true. Wear a mask and two pair of socks. Or you might get the monkeypox. <laughs> Monkeypox is the latest thing that I'll utilize to scare folks with Dr. Fauci's lies. Oh, yeah. A hand 
full of cases, extremely rare. That doesn't mean I won't try to scare all my mandates. They have been total crocs. Now watch me milk the monkey pox. Or we could bring back COVID-19. Oh, look at all this. Another five rounds of the vaccine. If monkey pox I cannot pawn, Fauci will be working on a strain I call another con. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Oh, I love the classics, don't you? Uh, Jim Gossett, two S's and two T's, jimgossettcomedy.com. He did that for us. Thank you, James. You kick butt. Donna in uh, Emmitsburg, Maryland. Hello there, Donna. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on hey, your mind today? Hey, Rob. Long time no hear from. <laughs> What's uh, up? Yay! It's a beautiful day out. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of volunteer work for the American Legion. Very nice. But uh, I was going to ask you, you know, we talk about Bill Barr and all them. They say, oh, well, there's no proof of election fraud and this and that. Okay, when we've seen that those ballots weren't secured, I worked for the census in 2010 and 2020. Yeah. If we had to do a survey, that thing was sealed that we couldn't even get back into it. Really? And we had to hand deliver it to our supervisors who then took it to the main office in D.C. or wherever it is they process this. Plus, the information that I gleaned from those, by the time I would be able to talk about the one in, 20, uh, one in 2010, I'd be dead. Really? They are secure for 122 years. Really? Yes. Huh. Well, you know, it's amazing. Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg was very concerned about uh, election security. So he did, uh, he spent $420 million of his own money to uh, secure a bunch of drop boxes around the country. Uh, why yeah, didn't he do the same for the census? With his own people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if we can secure our census information that well, I'm sure the government could very well secure our elections and we wouldn't have to go through 2020 again. Donna, you're... If, it, if it knocks them out, the Democrats out of power, I call them the Democrats. If it takes them out of power, then they're not going to do it. Yeah, Donna, you're exactly right. In France, they just had a national election. They got all the votes counted that night and announced the winner. Uh, it's not. It's it not difficult. That way. Yeah, it needs me. Donna, thanks for the phone call. Do appreciate it. Yeah, it's it, it's it could be done. It's just you're being played. But you're not playing along anymore. Uh, Let's take a break. Come back. Wrap things up. Right after this, you are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was on RuPaul's Drag Race yesterday. Please give a warm drag race welcome to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, my God, who does your eyebrows? They're so fantastic. Welcome back. You just look surprised all the time. My honor to be here to say to all of you how proud we all are of you. Thank you for the joy and beauty you bring to the world. Your freedom of expression of yourselves in drag is what America is all about. 
Well, this is a little pandery, isn't it? I say that all the time. Okay, so dressing up like a girl is what America is all about. Just You know, I, I got to tell you, there have been a couple times in my relationship, my wife thought it'd be funny. She'd say, like, hey, you, can we paint your toenails? And I'd be, uh, I'm like, uh, no. She'd, hey, can I try and put some makeup on you? And you know what I said then? I said no. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't need to. I don't need to. Nothing against RuPaul's gl- Drag Race. We watch it occasionally. It's kind of funny. You know, you know, whatever. Who cares? But uh, it doesn't represent America. Uh, you know, it just it doesn't. Have a glorious day, guys. Thanks for joining me. Make sure to watch Greta Van Susteren tonight at 6 o'clock on Newsmax. Will you have a wonderful day? God bless you and your family. And until tomorrow, above all else, don't catch the stupid. See you then. 